Anyways, none of that has anything to do with the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Was this your pick? I yeah, think so. Yeah. Me. Well, I've seen ad. I had seen the ads for this movie, and it looked good. Yeah. And it was decent. Yeah, it was. It was okay. You know, I don't know. Um. Let me see. It's called Countdown, by the way. Countdown. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing countdown. Do you have a Kayla question? Because I do have a question I could give you. Um, I don't have one, so I'll take your question. Taylor's question. Taylor's <laughs> question. Question. <laughs> if you could find, if someone could tell you the exact time that you were going to die, would you want to know? Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, no. There's no way. No. I would be, and actually, I was just talking about this with my therapist the other day. Okay. Well, because we were talking, and we weren't talking about this movie. We were talking about, like, uncertainty. <laughs> you were giving her a sneak peek of yeah. that, so. No, but we were talking about just, like, uncertainty mm-hmm. and how anxiety is about a lack of control and, like, at the end of the day, none of us have control. Like, we, no. we can... There's very little that we can control. Yeah, like, and we can, and because we were talking about this in the context of OCD, too, which I have, by the way. And about how you can trick your brain into thinking that you have control over things, but you really don't. Mm-hmm. And um, and we were talking about this, and she was like, she was like, I don't know about you. She was like, this all, all of the, all of my issues. She was like, all this comes down to a fear of death, and we all have a, a like whether we really suffer from it or not. Most mm-hmm. of us have some kind of ingrained fear of death. Yeah. And she was like, but even if you could control that even if you could know the exact time and day that you're going to die that wouldn't that probably wouldn't help anything she was like I don't know about you but that would just cause me more anxiety and I was like yeah no that would cause me way more anxiety because there's something about yeah I don't know that would put so much pressure I prefer to just not know yeah I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to know I I yeah I'm not interested well and the other thing is that like it's like, I don't know if, you, if this is something that people believe or don't believe in, but, like, there's fate. Like, there's just something that, yeah. if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't necessarily believe that, like, our entire lives are already pre-written or anything yeah. like that. But I just think that it's it's going to happen, and yeah, it's going to happen at some point, whether I, if, God forbid, I hope it really doesn't happen, like, tomorrow, or it happens, yeah. like, 50 years from now. Like, it's... It's just something that's going to happen, and if you know the exact details of it, or even just the time, or how much time you have left, yeah, like, that changes the complete trajectory of your entire life. Well, Like, people think, aren't supposed to know when they're going to die. I agree, and I think one of my, um, as, as you know, I dabbled in um, mediumship and witchcraft for a long yeah. time. Still kind of do. But one of the biggest skeptical comments and there's a lot of good 
skeptic arguments against mediumship and against mm-hmm. like spirituality and all these things and that's fine but one of the things that I never got that people would say people would be like well if psychics are real if mediums are real why don't they like know the lottery numbers and why don't they know when they're gonna die why don't they know when other people are gonna die why didn't they warn anyone about 9-11 and those, it's always 9-11 it's always 9-11, 9/11. But, but even like outside of that I just if you think about it if you if you want to believe, and if you don't want to believe, that's fine. You don't have to. But if you want to believe that there is a God or a creator or spirit, whatever you want to call it, if there's something that created the universe and there's some reason why we're all here, why would we know all those things? Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's a there's some mystery of the universe. And if it is just that we're here by coincidence and we are stupid, then that's mm-hmm. fine. But if there is a reason why we're here and there is this mystery of we don't know what, what, what's going to happen after we die, like we don't know those things, then there's a reason for that. Then there's a reason why we don't know. And having someone tell you when you're going to die would ruin the whole thing because then you would know and then you would live life very differently versus how we live life not knowing yeah so I don't know that's just how I well I think that psychics and mediums are two completely different things yeah and I feel like psychics if there are like I don't know anything that I've seen when in regards to psychics it's more just like more just analytical not yeah speaking the future you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like it's just you know, like, times that they're, like, I don't know, I listen to a lot of paranormal podcasts, and they talk about, like, certain psychics and whatnot, and it's, like, like, there there was one, uh, this, there's this one podcast that I listened to, I probably have said this before, but it's called Sinisterhood. They're hilarious. I love them so much. I don't think I actually, like, die laughing at any other podcast other than this one. Except ours. <laughs> Except ours. <laughs> yeah, because we're just hilarious. <laughs> But they're absolutely hilarious, and, the, and, like, the stories that they do are great. They do some serious ones, but a majority of the time they're, like, pretty lighthearted because um, they are comedians. And so uh, they did one about a psychic horse from, like, the, <laughs> the 20s or the 30s or whatever. And it obviously the horse was not psychic. It was a, the owner of the horse was giving cues and trained the horse to yeah. do certain things. But then they were like, well, how did this lady know? Um, right. And, but it and, and turns out that the lady was just either guessing and like getting good guesses or using analytical data from around her right like you know like a coal miner would come up and be like how am I gonna die and then she'd be like you're gonna die in a mining accident right and then guess what oh my god he died in a mining accident because he mines and he's that's dangerous you know what I mean like shit like that but then like with mediumship you can choose to believe it or not I feel like it's a completely different thing and I don't think mediums are gonna know like the lottery numbers or because why would they that's what I don't get it doesn't make sense to me like if if I'm and again like I believe in mediums so like fair enough if I'm just an idiot that's fine but I don't why it doesn't make any sense to me or like it it just it gives me very much the vibes of the why would God give kids cancer crowd yeah like that's the only argument they know Mm -hmm. against God. God. Yeah, that's the only thing they can think of. And it's and they're they're like, well, if there is a God, I don't want anything Why to do dogs with him die? Anyway. <laughs> like, all right, you you could just say you don't believe in God and that would be fine. Yeah. Like, I don't need the whole life story. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just 
I don't know. It's a big thing, but no, I do not want to know when I would die. Yeah, I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know how much time I have left. I don't want to know when I'm going to die. I don't want to know the cause of my death. I want nothing to know about it. I would rather just live my life with ignorant bliss. Yeah. And maybe hope that whenever it does happen, it happens quick and fast and I die painlessly. <laughs> That's all I can hope for. Yeah, I think I... I mean, I hope I die in my sleep, but the reality is that's not super likely. I wonder how often people actually die in their sleep. You know what? Whether it's not caused by something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I will say that I had... So my mom um, had a, like, a friend or, like, mentor friend kind of relationship with this woman who... So my mom at the time probably would have been, what, like, four... 45 to 50 and Violet I was I think she's definitely in her 90s and her husband was too and within the first couple years of us meeting them and knowing them her husband died and the story that and she, she maybe she wasn't telling the truth I don't know why she would lie but the story she told was that she, and they lived alone, they lived, the, I don't know, like, the dream life, honestly, you're still married in your 90s and living alone, but what she told me, or what she told us, or everyone, was that she had, Violet, who's the the wife, she had um, gone outside to garden, um, because she was still gardening at, like, in her mid-90s, and she left him sitting on the couch watching TV, and when she came back, he had just like fallen asleep and died and and nothing apparently was wrong with him like I think he I mean he was old so Mm -hmm. but that sounds like a pretty peaceful way to go like watching Jeopardy yeah I'd be I'd be I'd be fine with that yeah but um yeah it's scary I don't I don't want to I think that's what freaks me out I've said this before uh, like what freaks me out about anesthesia so much I've only been under anesthesia one time. And oh, I mean, that you might I, not wake up? Well, that I wouldn't wake up, but it's also the idea of, like, you know you are about to, f- like, be knocked unconscious. You know, like, it's different when you're falling asleep, because you're just falling asleep. But when you're, when, it, it's like a loss of control, I guess is what's scary. Honestly, I like, I also have anxiety, and I feel like a lot of it may be in, some, my anxiety at least is rooted in, lo- like, loss of control. Yeah. I was really anxious about getting my uh, wisdom teeth out because I had, ne- up until that point, I had never gone under anesthesia and I d- don't like, well, I don't know if it's loss of control or if it's just like I don't know what it feels like and mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. And like, no matter how many times people would describe to me what anesthesia was like, I still, like, there's no way to really explain it. It's the same way as, like, trying to explain what a tattoo feels like. Right. Like, everyone feels everything differently. Everyone experiences things differently. Right. There's no way that someone could accurately describe what going under anesthesia is like. Right. Because it's just different for everyone. Or waking up from it, you know? Yeah. Like, I was mainly worried about, yeah, the falling asleep part, but also the waking up from it part. I do have to say, though, that mm-hmm. if I could get every dental procedure and every medical procedure ever and mm-hmm. go under anesthesia every single time, I would do it. You would? I loved it. Because I... I literally, all I remember is sitting there having a lovely conversation with <laughs> the nurses and the, the doctor came in. They put the IV in. He was like, all right, that's the only pain that you're going to feel yeah. uh, today. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and then we were talking about school, I think. And how I don't like math. Yeah. And then I was done. 
I had a very peaceful experience. I was terrified. And I actually, I got to the office that day and I almost left. I almost backed out because I was so scared. Yeah. And I I got back. The nurses were around my age. Mm-hmm. They were super nice to me. They were just, we, it was the same. I was in college at the time. So we were just, they were talking to me about like school and like classes and degrees. And then they were asking me about music. And I was talking to them about Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I just remember... Um, they put the IV in and I sort of like, he was like, all right, you're going to, you're going to start to feel a little woozy. (laughs) And I just, I started to get dizzy. So I leaned back and I closed my eyes. And when I opened my eyes again, I was in a wheelchair. And I was so, I didn't, I thought it hadn't happened. I was asking, I remember asking my mom, like, did they do it? Because I thought, I thought that they didn't do it. I didn't feel dizzy, like, at all. Mm-hmm. I just, because I had my head back, and they also had that thing over my face for, like, breathing or whatever. Yeah. With the, like, I guess it's just oxygen, I'm assuming. Yeah. And I remember sitting there being, like, not liking the way that it smelled, because it smelled like mm-hmm. plastic, and I was like, like <laughs> and I already felt kind of nauseous, because I was, like, really anxious. And then I was, like, sitting there, and I was just answering their questions pretty much that they were asking me. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that I probably, like, blacked out for, like, a second. Because yeah. then I, I do remember that one of the nurses was like, you don't have to keep, in, like, you don't have to keep talking. You're okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And you I can just, shut up now. Yeah, and then I just stopped. It's so funny. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it was a fairly pleasant experience, but I still, I know I, if I had to do it again, I don't have to do it again someday, but... I mean, unless I die tomorrow, but I know that when I have to do it again, it will terrify me. Yeah. But anyways, um... Yeah, we've been talking for 25 minutes. Yeah, not so about anyway, this movie is called Countdown. This is Countdown. Let me do our stupid things. Okay, so this movie was released in 2019, October 25th to be exact, which is the day after my birthday. Uh, it has a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. 26% on Rotten Tomatoes and 4.5 out of 5 on Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook? Yeah, I when I Google it, I usually just put the rating, like whatever ratings pop up on the Google page and Facebook popped up. And so it's not very, it's about 50% on IMDb, 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, and then almost a 90% on, almost 100 pretty much on Facebook. So Facebook <laughs> watchers or Facebook users will love this movie. But Facebook users are weird. Yeah. Um, this was directed by Justin Deck, uh, starring Elizabeth Lale, who is also in You. I think her character's name is Taylor, is it not? In You? In You. I can't remember. Um, and Jordan Calloway. The budget for this movie was $6.5 million, and Kayla, what did it make? Wait, sorry, say the budget one more time. Budget was $6.5 million. Okay, I'm going to say I think it made more than the budget, but not much more. So I'm going to say it made around $13 million. $48 million. Oh, okay. Also, her that name is thought. not Taylor in you. I have no idea why I thought it was, because it's Guinevere Beck. Remember, they call her Beck. Oh, that's right. Was there a Taylor in you, though? Maybe there wasn't. I don't know. Well, anyways. Um, <clears throat> let me give the, the little plot summary. Okay, quick, right? When a nurse downloads an app that claims to predict the moment a person will die, it tells her she only has three days to live. 
With the clock ticking and a figure haunting her, she must find a way to save her life before time runs out. All right. So, question. Have you seen this movie? Had you seen this movie before we just watched it? No. Okay. Had you? I'm pretty sure I have. Okay. Uh, because I think at this time... Well, okay, so at this time I was working at a movie theater, so I think I watched it in the sense that I was working during this movie. Okay. So, because a lot of it uh, was familiar to me, but I don't think I had actually watched the movie in full. Okay. But anyways, yeah. Um, okay, I guess I'll start. So, <clears throat> this movie starts off with a scene, one of the scenes that confuses me, which is great, um, but it's it starts with something completely unrelated. Well, somewhat unrelated. Interrelated. Eh, a little bit. But anyway, so there's a party. It looks super annoying. They have, um, they've got red solo cups. It seems like a college party, probably. Yeah. Like a house party. But it's also weird because they're all just sitting on, like, at the dining room table. Yeah, they're not, they're just sitting around the table and they're on their phones. Yeah, and I was like, this is so weird. It, it looks like not really that fun of a party, no. but... Um, this girl is talking about this app, and it's a it's a calorie counting app. Mm-hmm. She says it's called. She tells everyone else at the table that it's called Countdown to Skinny. Mm-hmm. And this I love this. This other girl, she holds up her phone because she's looking for the app. She goes, "Is it this? Is one? it this?" And, and it's it just, just says called Countdown, count. so obviously not. <laughs> Um, but she's like, they're like, oh, well, the description says, like, they start looking at this countdown app, and if you could know exactly when you would die, would you want to? And so they all download it for some reason, because they're stupid. Yeah. And they're, they're, like, showing, like, their, the times that they got, like, yeah. the amount like, of time. They're like, oh, cool, I've got, like, 56 years left. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I've got 20 years left. And this one girl, Courtney, is like, I only have three hours to live, and they all take it really seriously for some reason? Well, they all, like... Did, they all decided to do like a drinking game. They all whoever has the least amount of time has to like chug their drink uh-huh. or like drink everyone's drink or whatever it is. But they all seem really concerned too. Like everyone, they? Th- yeah, everyone oh. at the table seemed concerned. Um, well, she is also freaking out. I think yeah. she's the one who takes it like the most serious or whatever. Her boyfriend comes over and he's like drunk. He's like, why would you download that? They're all like very concerned about this app. Well, I feel like also like she seems to be like a very anxious and worried person. Yeah, which is So they're probably, I don't don't think that they're thinking that like, it's like she's seriously, I think either they're messing with her to Mm -hmm. make her freak out even more by like being super concerned Mm -hmm. or they're like, like she's not gonna fucking stop talking about this for the next like three hours. Yeah. Um. And um, once we found saw her boyfriend, I was like, oh, her boyfriend's gonna kill her. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend's gonna like murder her tonight or something. Yeah. And he almost found a way. Yeah. Um. Flash forward after the party. Uh, her name's Courtney, by the way. Did I say that? Yes. Courtney, I didn't write down her name. Courtney and her boyfriend are headed home, and he's super drunk. And she's like, "Let's just walk." And he's like, "No, I drive better drunk," which. Okay. Uh, absolute douchebag. <laughs> um, but he doesn't want to walk home. She's like, all right, I'll walk alone. Yeah. And he, he's blaming it on the fact that, like, oh, that stupid app, like, yeah. got you so worked up. But it's like, you're a drunk driver. Like, I don't know, do you regularly regularly get in the car with him when he's drunk? Yeah, yeah. like, just now you're deciding not to? I also thought of that TikTok, or it's not a TikTok sound, but it's like how when there's TikToks of really drunk people, and then all the comments are like, get this man behind the wheel! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. 
I don't, I, the whole situation, I didn't like this whole thing. He's a dickhead. He is. I do not like people who drive drunk. This no. is one of my least favorite crimes. Yes. Yeah. DUIs. I don't like that. Yeah. There's no. just no reason for it. It's because I also, it's so pointless. You know, it's so pointless. Yeah. And especially now. Because yeah. you can literally get an Uber. You can, you call, can call someone yeah. to come pick you up. Yeah. Like, you do not need, there's no reason there's for no you. There's no reason. And I also, for whatever reason, I don't like... Even if you could explain this to me, don't. But why do people, like, when they see a DUI checkpoint, mm-hmm. they'll, like, tweet it out and, like, post on Facebook, like, by the way, there's a DUI checkpoint that. on, like, Los Angeles Avenue. Why? Why? Like, don't why are you them, warning people? Caught. Like, if, even if, like, I understand that, like, sometimes it can be an inconvenience, because mm-hmm. there were times where I'd get off of work, and I'd be driving home, and I live, like, less than five minutes away from where I worked, and I'd hit a DUI checkpoint because I lived off of a main street. And yeah, yeah, it's kind of annoying when you get off of work and you have to, like, sit through a checkpoint, but they go fast. If you're not drinking, they look at you for a second and they're like, oh, okay, get go. Yeah. And it's like, why would you warn people? That's to- the one thing, like, I will if, like, if I'm just driving down the highway, I don't know if this is, my mom taught me this, this might, might be an East Coast thing, but if, if there's, like, if I'm... So, right, like, you're on a two-lane road, one Mm -hmm. going each way, and if there's a cop sitting on my side and I pass by them, I'll flash my hazards at the person to let them know. I don't know if people know what that means or not, but I'll let let people know, like, in that situation, because I'm a homie. Um, yeah, if but, you're speeding or something. But I do like, not, I do not like, I don't like drunk people. I don't like, and I don't like people who drive drunk. I don't like that. Mm-mm. And I, I, and you know this, I won't go into detail on a podcast that gets posted on the internet for everyone to listen, but there was a time when I snitched on someone who was drunk and putting other people at risk and they got in big trouble mm-hmm. and I would do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I, I, anytime, I think there's been one or two times that we've been driving home from something like whether it's like later at night, like Disneyland or mm-hmm. like, you know, like we went to a Laker game or oh, something. Oh, we've called the cops. And someone, drivers. if someone's swerving or driving a little bit yeah. erratically and it's at night, I'll immediately call, or I'll tell, if I'm driving, yeah. I'll tell you. I've told you before. Call 911. We've, We've yeah. got a drunk driver. I won't hesitate. I, Especially, I, like, it's just, because the amount of times, I feel like it always is the case where it's a drunk driver who's just stupid. Yeah. And then they get into a wreck with, like, a single mom and, like, it's a baby, always, and then know. they die. And, and the it, drunk right. driver is fine. And it's always the other people that die. Yeah. And it's always, like, a nice old and couple it's always, or, like, like a the family. worst case scenario where, like, the most innocent people ever. I know. And then, like... It's always so horrible. But, I, yeah. anyways, so this anyways. guy's a douchebag and we both immediately yeah, hate him. Yeah, so he's the worst. Uh, she chooses to not get in the car and we get, like, we hear an alert from her phone. She looks and she sees that the countdown app has alerted her, alerted her that the user agreement was broken. Mm-hmm. Um, and the countdown's at seven minutes at this point. Yes. I will say, at this this part of the movie actually scared me. Like, I was... Well, her being, like, followed home. Yeah, I was freaked out. Mm-hmm. Super freaky. Super freaky, dude. <laughs> um, but anyway, she puts her phone away. Some dude is following her in a black hoodie, and he, but then he, he like, gets into a car and drives away. Mm-hmm. And then she sees another funny shadow that's standing in front of her. Like, it kind of looks like a guy sitting in, on top of a trash can wearing a mask. So yeah. she, she just, she's seeing these shadows, and her phone is screaming, she's, and yeah, it's very, like, out. jumpy, and you're waiting for something to kill her at any mm-hmm. moment. Um... 
and she runs to her house. She's got one minute remaining. Her phone screams at her. It does this no this scream notification. Um, and she's got one minute left on the countdown. And she runs into her house. She closes the door behind her, and her phone is blaring. And for some reason, she just turns her phone off instead of like deleting the app, which I feel like you could. I don't know, but whatever. Um, she goes in the bathroom and gets some water, and she hears, like, a jingling noise, kind of. She looks over yeah. at the shower curtain, which is closed. Mm-hmm. And she pulls it, she, or she reaches for it, and her phone screams at the same time that she's, like, pulling for the shower curtain. Yeah. And as her phone is screaming, she just gets pulled towards the ceiling. Yeah, she just gets swooped up. And you hear some clattering, and then she just falls down. Dead. Smashes her neck on the bathtub. Dead. D-E-D, dead. And then we cut to the boyfriend, who did get into an accident. And we see this huge, like, tree branch stump thing shattered his, uh, dr- uh the windshield. The passenger side. And the passenger side. So she would have died. She would have died. Um, then we cut to a nurse. Mm-hmm. Who we find out is Quinn. Yes, who is Quinn? Um, she's taking people food, doing her job, um, and then she goes into this, I don't know, it looks like a supply closet or something like that. Yeah, it's like this, like, blocked off, like, under construction, abandoned, oh, are you talking about? It's when she's talking to him because he's afraid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an abandoned, like, under construction part of this hospital wing, and... She finds this guy who's a patient who is in a gown. I guess he's supposed to go into surgery soon or something it's like Cor- that. It's Courtney's. And it's, it's Courtney's douchebag boyfriend. Um, and uh, his countdown app, uh, it says that he has 19 hours left. And he's freaked out because he starts to tell uh, Quinn about how his girlfriend had d- uh, downloaded the app. First said three hours, and she died. And the mm-hmm. whole story of, she was supposed to be in the car with me, she would have died anyway, and she died in her house. So basically, blah, 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 blah. it's like, he's going to die in surgery. Yeah, because it's, it's scheduled for the same time that his surgery is. Mm-hmm. Um, then we cut to, oh, and then we find out that Quinn passed her, like, board exam or whatever yeah. to officially be a nurse. She's mm-hmm. not, like, a student nurse anymore. And they have cake, and everyone that she works with is having the cake. Um... I thought it was really funny that the chaplain was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is Ernie from George Lopez, the show. Okay. Um, and we see Carlisle. Yeah, Carlisle's there. And mm-hmm. he's a dick in this movie. He always plays a doctor. Yeah. Like, that's his he thing. He kind of has, like, a doctor face. Because he's a doctor in Twilight. Vampire doctor yeah. in Twilight. He's the doctor in Nurse Jackie. Mm-hmm. And he's the doctor in this. Nurse Jackie was a good show. But um, anyway, they all decide to download the app, which is a stupid idea, mm-hmm. while they're eating cake. And they're they're kind of, like, all joking around about how long they're going to live and comparing times and stuff. And this guy all of a sudden just kind of, like, pops in with a girl who's overdosed on, on drugs. And this is not realistic because they're in a patient wing of the hospital. So there's no reason why yeah. someone would come in that door. And it they had, like, and, like there's several, like, later on they have to go up an elevator to get right. in here. So, so they, it's like, what? There would be way more work to get up to that floor than to just yeah. go to the emergency room. So, um, they give her Narcan. Yeah. Which 
I don't, like, I'm sure that you can administer Narcan through a needle. I think that is how you administer it. Because I know that Narcan, like, the Narcan that you can, like, get, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure you can get Narcan for, like, free. Yeah, uh, I think so. I, it's, I saw you shoot it up the nose. Like, it's, like, a thing that you shoot up someone's nose. Maybe that's, like, the... Like, the, the regular... Regular version. But hospital yeah. grade, it's, like, needle. But, um, but they save her, I guess. And yeah, because she was having an overdose, they gave her Narcan, cool. Yeah. But that's going to be important later, so... Yes. We got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Store that in our brains. Yep. Um, did you already say that her app said she had two days and 22 hours left to well, live? Well, the thing is, she, the, all this happens, and then she downloads it after that. Yeah, she's, because she, she says that she doesn't want to know. Yeah. But then, later on, she decides to download it, and it says that she has two days, 22 hours left. That sucks for her. So, her intuition was telling her, girl, you don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And she just went against it anyway. We finally, or we get this, um... At this point, I had wrote down Creepy Doctor. Yeah, it's Carlisle. Is this when he does the actual creepy thing? No, I think he's just flirting with her at this point. He's just flirting with her, and I got creepy vibes from it. Okay. Um, so, she, for whatever reason, oh, to, she's trying to fill out paperwork to become, like, her actual registered Mm -hmm. nurse, and she needs, like, her birth certificate and stuff, which she doesn't have. It's at home, and we get the sense that Quinn does not like to go home. Yeah. Don't know why. So she goes to her parents' house. Um, she has a younger sister, um, and she. All, we also find out that her mom is D E D dead. Dead. Um, Ma so is that sucks dead. for her. But her dad seems pretty nice. I think. Yeah. It seems like she just doesn't want to be around. Yeah. Um, which is fair. Yeah. But um, anyway, then the next day it's time for Evan's surgery. Mm-hmm. And he decides he's going to skip it. He's going to run. Yeah, right. And so when he makes this decision, he gets the notice that his user agreement has, has been broken. broken. Same same notice that Courtney got. And mm-hmm. he sees the same shadowy figure, mm-hmm. uh, like, in a mirror. And he hides in the stairwell of, a, of the hospital, which is not really, that's not going to really do him anything. But to further say that they are on an upper floor. So that I know, way. yeah. Um... But yeah, of course, goes into the stairwell, um, and and he gets sort of confronted by this uh, ghost kind of of Courtney, mm-hmm. um, who who kills him. Well, she does this really <laughs> fucking freaky ass thing that happens again <laughs> later, where she's so he's like on the floor because he had like stumbled down the stairs, and mm-hmm. he's on this like landing in the staircase, and she is a few steps above him and her back is facing him yeah but then she like i don't even know if her head does like an owl turning thing but she starts to walk down the stairs backwards but as if her legs were regularly forward so like her knees are popping backwards and she's walking down the stairs like really disjointed and dislocating her kneecaps type of way now it's really creepy and yeah she uh kills him um and then we get a shot of farther down the stairwell, his body is falling down the stairs, breaks his neck, and he falls. Yeah. Um, this is when you kind of get the sense that, like, okay, the user agreement is, like, you know, you're changing your fate. fate. Right. And the shadowy figure gets the sense of, like, the Grim Reaper, maybe. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Like, oh, it's the Grim Reaper, and you're escaping your fate. You're trying to cheat death. Yeah. 
and it's not going to let you do that. Um, so, obviously, they, they find his body. Mm-hmm. He's dead. And Nurse Quinn is even more uh, frightened because she knew that his phone had the countdown app on it and that he was supposed to die at that time anyway. Yeah. And she goes into his room and gets his phone... And then she goes down into, I don't know if you She can't it. unlock it. Yeah, she, uh, wait, I don't know, if, would you call it a morgue? Yeah. Yeah. So she goes down into the morgue and takes his body out and uses it to unlock his phone, which is definitely That's not legal. insane. That's insane. <laughs> I was like, this is insane behavior. Why do you need to unlock his, why do you need to see well, what's on his phone? Well, because then the phone unlocks and she sees the countdown showing that he has no time left. It's yeah. at zero, which is exactly what she knew was going to, that she was yeah. going to find. She should have already fucking known she that. She knew that. She didn't have to she, look he at told, it. He told her, <laughs> I had 19 hours. It's when my surgery was scheduled. She already knew what time it was supposed to be at. She knew that he was supposed to be going into surgery. Insane. It was, I think that was just to show that Quinn's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Because she also has to, like, open his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, move his eyelids to open his eyes. So and weird. it's so fucking gross. And we get, like, this, like, he, his head, like, falls because he's dead. And his eye, since, like, none of his muscles are working, his eye, mm-hmm. like, rolls in the back of his head. And it's, like, really fucking gross. And I was like, Quinn, you're nasty. Um... So she gets freaked out, obviously, and yeah. she calls her dad, and she tells him that she can't make it to the cemetery with he, him and, and her sister on Saturday um, yeah. to go visit their, their mom. Because it, she realized that her countdown says one day, 22 hours left, mm-hmm. which would have been the exact time that she had agreed to go to the cemetery right. with her dad. Exactly. And then, of course... The app notifies her that her user agreement was broken. Yep. Um, meanwhile, Carlisle it has cornered her in a hospital room, mm-hmm. and he sort of tries to, like, kiss her, like, he, he's just, he's, he tries to make a move on her. Yeah. And she has to, like, physically scream. And, and stop resist. him. And he's like, yeah. sorry, that was unprofessional. Yeah. And he kind of, like, does a light threatening of her, where he yeah. says that, like, you know, I had, to, I recommended you for this, and, like for you to pass your thing or whatever. So, um, yeah, she basically gets assaulted by her superior doctor, which is just great. Um, she's freaking out, and she goes to tell, I'm assuming it's the head nurse, what just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, of course, gross Dr. Carlisle pops up and, like, eyes her down, and she's like, never mind, they'll tell you later. Yeah. And then she leaves. Uh, the app will not delete from her phone, mm-hmm. and she's doing some research on the app, and she's reading all these articles of other people who have died, mm-hmm. and then she finds a news article of a girl who recorded herself while her countdown was running out. Yeah, and and she's also now starting to see things, like she sees uh, some kind of figure or ghost appear in front of her. And she tries to break her phone, thinking, I guess, that that would solve the problem, which it doesn't. Yeah. Well, she also sees, one of the figures that she sees is um, the, what was his name? The boyfriend? The drunk mm-hmm. driver boyfriend? Um, a version of him, like a demon version of him sitting on her bed. Yeah. And that's when she kind of flies into a freak out, tries to break her phone. And then she sleeps in her car, which I don't think 
it's not gonna help. That doesn't really help. But her sister finds her in the car, sleeping in the morning. In the car in the morning. Her name is Jordan. The yeah. Sister. And she asks if she can stay with her because her dad is has gone out of town and has left her with a babysitter that she doesn't want to yeah. stay with. Um, and Jordan ends up finding the app on her phone, and she's like, oh, this is why you're acting like a freak. Um, and Quinn is like, Jordan, sorry, you can't stay here. And they fight, and Jordan storms out. Yeah. And, um... Oh, because her her phone is all shattered and stuff, she cuts her finger. I thought that would be important, but I guess it's not. Because <laughs> uh, I wrote it down thinking that, like, oh, this is when she cuts her finger. Thinking yeah. that it would be important, and it wasn't. Um, she goes to a f- tech store, pretty much, and the guy who works the register is just amazing. We see him make lots of sarcastic comments to shady car- uh, customers. Um, she goes up and is, like, frantic. Uh, wants to buy a new phone. Mm-hmm. She says she wants a new number, new service, new everything. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can transfer all this stuff over to your, your new phone. She was like, absolutely fucking not. Uh, she gets the new phone, she opens it up, and the app is still there. Yep. And it sends her a notification. She brings it back up to the counter, and she's like, what is this? And the guy's like, well, you can just delete it. And then obviously it doesn't work. Yeah. So, she's in a panic or whatever, and she leaves, she gets in her car, she sees the Grim Reaper in her rearview mirror, Mm -hmm. and, um, then we get the classic, uh, hands coming from the back seat, like, her headrest and grabbing her face, Mm -hmm. and she, uh, backs up into another car. Yeah. Um, but a friendly man has overheard her in the store mm-hmm. um, when we find out that he also has the app and is supposed to be dying in 18 hours. So he Like an hour before her. Yeah, so he saves her um, from her weird car crash thing and the yeah. guy she Because the guy was being, saying. like, really fucking aggressive. Yeah. Um, um, and, and they team up, and they're going to work together to save their lives. And... Um, um, and he tells her that he's been seeing stuff, too. Uh, I think this is also when he tells her that he was supposed to be on a train. And he yeah. canceled the train ticket because at the same time that he was supposed to be on the train is when his uh, thing said that he was going to die. Mm-hmm. So he canceled the train and then he got um, an alert saying that he um, broke the user agreement. Yeah. So they're in this random dive bar and they're like trying to see how they can, um, basically how they can read the user agreement again, because they didn't, neither of them read it the first time. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, uh, I think it's actually, his name's Jordan, right? Uh, Matt. Matt. Jordan is his sister. Oh, okay. Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, his, the actor's name is Jordan. <laughs> oh, that's confusing. Um, so Matt says, well, why don't we just get, like, this guy over here that's, like, drunk at the bar, like, spewing a bunch of, like, random... Like, he seems just like a crazy person on the street. Like, yeah, he's, like, he's talking about, like, the the Illuminati and yeah. Antarctica, which is me. Yeah. And they're like, why don't we just get him to download it and we'll read the user agreement from his phone. And she's kind of like, well, that's not cool, like, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't know what he's getting into. And then they go over and they're trying to tell him about the app. And he says, like, oh, is this app, like, fake like the Holocaust? And that's when Quinn is like, 
All right. It's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll just download it, though. Yeah, so they trick him into downloading the app so they can read the user agreement. And it basically says that if they try to use the information in the app to alter their fate, it's a breach of the agreement. Yes. So um, then they decide to go to the chaplain at the church mm-hmm. um, to see if he knows anything about demons or anything like that. And I said... This doesn't seem paranormal to me. This is why I get irritated. There's so many movies that have such good plots in the beginning and such good ideas, and then they it's like they can't think of what to make the big... Demon! Fit. So they're like, throw a demon in there. Yeah. That's what they did with um, the Airbnb movie that I can't... Barbarian. Yeah. It's like, come on. Not everything has to be about a fucking demon. Um, but I will say this every single time you say that. She wasn't a demon. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but she was basically a demon. She was a monster of some sort, but she was not a demon. More or less, she was a demon. Um, so he doesn't really know much, but he does know a guy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they, he gives them their information, they go back out onto the nursing floor, and Matt is going potty. Yep. And, um, he hears a boy first like jiggling at the door handle of his Mm -hmm. stall um and then he hears him crying Mm -hmm. and then he goes out to wash his hands and then he sees feet bare feet yeah bare feet though walking through all the stalls so basically like walk it would have to be walking through the doors yeah like a ghost like walking through the stalls um so that's concerning and then he also sees the feet do some weird bendy shit they go up on their tiptoes. Yeah. And then completely like break Flip forward. Flip inside out. Ugh. It's I don't gross. like that. Um, and then all the, all the power goes out, which is a very, very typical. Mm-hmm. But move. we, it doesn't seem like the power actually went out. Like it's like a hallucination type deal. Right. Um, and the little boy's laughing and then like attacks him pretty much. Yeah. And then someone else comes in the bathroom and is like, hey, are you okay? And he's like, oh, oh, freaking out. And yeah. he runs out. This is when Quinn gets fucked. <laughs> she walks into this HR meeting mm-hmm. with Carlisle, mm-hmm. who is now accusing her of cornering him. Mm-hmm. And they recommend suspension for her, which really doesn't seem like it's going to matter much because she's dying anyway. Yeah, I don't... She's overly concerned about that, when in my opinion, that could that's something that could be dealt with later. Yeah, this Once is something like... Once you find out like, that you're going to yeah. <laughs> um, And... Yes, the doctor's like, Quinn, why didn't, if this is true, that, like, he came at you, why didn't you tell me immediately? And she's like, well, I fucking tried to, but you were yeah. busy. And then uh, she runs out. She realizes, I don't have fucking time for this. They go to a different church to find the guy that they were referred to. Mm-hmm. And they tell him the whole story, and this guy's super pumped about it. He's young, what? he's like a demonologist. They walk in, he's playing Lil Nas X, <laughs> and he's eating wafers, and he thinks that Quinn and Matt are his DoorDash uh, yeah. drivers. Because um, he's pr- presumably high as fuck. And fuck yes, he believes in demons. Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And he tells them this story that's essentially like the old-timey version of the plot of this movie. Like, it's on a scroll instead of an app. Yeah. He says that there was a young prince, um, the king was gonna die old, and asked a gypsy if he was gonna die in this war that was going on. Um, gives him a scroll, tells 
gives him a scroll that tells him the time that he's going to die. The scroll tells him that, yes, he is going to die in the war. So instead, the prince sends his little brother and um, that basically that's like summing up what basically happened, try to cheat uh, death. And he, the priest tells Matt and Quinn that whatever's coming for them is not natural. Yeah. Um, they go back to the tech guy for whatever reason to, like, look up the source code of the app. Mm-hmm. And um, he is able to, like, break into the app and start adding days to people's countdowns. Which is pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't have even thought that, that far. So that's mm-hmm. pretty That's pretty smart. But see, the thing is, is that that is also cheating death. Right, right. And but that also a, yeah. just seems like a Band-Aid. Right. Over, like, you know like, it's not going <laughs> to work. Idea. It is a smart idea. And then that's apparently it. They're like, the day is saved. This is great. They're like, yay, I have like 50 years left to live. Yeah. And even I wrote, I was like, why, why would this work? If you're using common sense... And even in this nonsensical situation where it's like a demon is coming after you or like some version of the Grim Reaper or the devil is coming after you. Yeah. Why would this work? You yeah, think the demon is like, they're, oh, you broke into the app and yeah. now it says Well, but that. they changed Quinn and Max's countdown and they also changed Jordan's countdown, mm-hmm. um, Quinn's sister. And then that's, uh, the day is saved and everything's great. Um, Quinn and Matt go home together because they don't want to be alone, but Matt is sleeping on the floor, which maybe I'm a slut, but I feel like he could just sleep in the bed. Like, well, she I doesn't f- really know him. I feel like that would be fine, though. Like, yeah, particularly, I, mean, I, I don't know, there's certain things where I, He like, does end up sleeping in the bed, though. Yeah. But some, but some, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess, let me, maybe I'm just a whore, but, but I... I don't know, especially now, like, because we have a, a king bed now, and we never even see each other, ever. Like, yeah. you could easily... Like, I have to send you mail. Yeah. To, like... <laughs> Carrier pigeon. Yeah. I feel like, as, like, depending on the size of the bed, I feel like sleeping in a bed with someone is potentially not as big a deal as people make it. But his... Even though they've been going through this traumatic event together, like, they are still... But you're strangers gonna let a stranger and... sleep on the floor of your house. You, I mean, you might yeah. as well just let him in okay. bed. Um, but um, but anyway, that's fine. And they start telling each other their life traumas. And Quinn tells him about um, her mom dying and, by a drunk driver. Right, by a drunk driver. Um, so drunk drivers suck. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Matt stole his dying brother's toy. Um, and Quinn, it's also Quinn's fault that her mom is dead because. When, or her mom was out looking for her. Yeah. Um, so they're bad people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lights, like, flicker off. There's wood, like, the wood floors are creaking. Uh, you see Matt is, like, spooning Quinn, and he won't wake up. Turn comes to find out, that's not Matt. That's Matt not is Matt. standing in her doorway. Yeah. Uh, and they, so they're hallucinating again, whatever this demon Grim Reaper character is still yeah. after them. And they look at their phones and their countdown goes back to what it was. So the hacking did not work. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, uh, so I don't know if we mentioned this. Jordan's countdown is also for, um. Basically the same time as Quinn. Like a minute or two or 15 minutes or so before before, Quinn is supposed to Mm -hmm. die. Or after. Before? 
After. I think, after. I think after. Um, so she immediately calls her sister, and it, like, but we find out that her sister doesn't have her phone because the mean babysitter took it from her. Yeah. Um, and I just want to know, why is the sister getting fucked with by this demon when the sister didn't actually break the user agreement? I, I, I don't know. Because the sister's still supposed to go, right? Yeah. To the cemetery. Supposedly, like, yeah. There's no reason to believe. And even then, like, if this, if Quinn is the one who canceled the plan, mm-hmm. she... But I think, I think Jordan technically broke the user agreement because Quinn hacked. Because Quinn at a time? Yeah. So Quinn is the reason why her sister is now getting visited by a demon. I think so. That's so fucked up. That is so fucked up. I was like, I why so. Why is Jordan getting visited by this demon? Yeah, that's kind of rude. When she didn't do shit. Yeah. She didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't cancel the plans. She didn't even know that her sister was doing all this shit. Yeah. She was just like, yeah, whatever. She this stupid app says I'm going to die in like yeah. four hours. Who cares? Yeah, it sucks for her. But not. Her sister has to make her last living moments a living fucking hell. Yeah, that's, that's um, unfortunate. So... I don't know, this took me a really long time to notice, but, so Jordan wakes up, because she, I think she hears her phone going off, or Mm -hmm. something, so she goes down the hallway into the bedroom to get her phone from the babysitter, Mm -hmm. and as you see her walking down the hallway, there, you get this glimpse of a motion sensor, like, nightlight in the Mm -hmm. hallway, that turns on when someone walks past it, and then turns back off when you walk past, Mm -hmm. and then turns on when you, whatever. And she goes back to bed, and then you can see, either because her door's open or you can see the light from under her door, you see it turning on and off, meaning mm-hmm. that something is, like, walking past that thing. Yeah. That took me a really long time to understand that. <laughs> but I got it. Uh, so she goes under her bed because she's kind of freaked out. Uh, she hears her mama mm-hmm. talking to her. And then you would think that she would be ripped from under the bed, but now the bed was ripped from yeah. from her. So, like, her bed just, like, disappears, basically. Yeah, that was wild. And her mom screams. Her yeah. dead mom ghost demon thing screams. Uh, um, but, I mean, Quinn and Matt come to pick her up, so they save her. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of, not really. They actually kind yeah. of ruin her, but... Um, they all go back to the priest's house, mm-hmm. um, who is uh, seemingly trying to sleep, as most people would be. Um, but they wake him up, they knock on his door, and they bring him the code that they found in Latin that they found when they hacked into the computer. Mm -hmm. Um, And he translates the curse, and he's like, this is great, curses can be broken, all we have to do is prove it wrong. Uh, He's like, we need to either beat the clock by one second, someone has to die before they're They're supposed to, or or someone has to live longer. Right. And they're like, well, none of us want to die, so um, I guess we got to try to survive. So he's looking for, like, prayers and protection rituals and stuff like that, and he says they need salt because they need to make a circle that no impure spirits could come in, basically, and he needs to bless it. He's like, I get my salt Salt from Costco. Costco. (laughs) They're like, do do you have enough salt to, like, make this big circle for all of us to fit in? He's like, well, I get my salt at Costco. Um... And then he starts blessing all this salt. He does, in fact, have a giant bag of salt. Yeah. And he starts blessing it all, and then they mix it with, like, paint so that they can spread it easier. 
and um, they get into, or they're about to get into the circle, because there's about two minutes till Matt dies, and then Quinn and Matt kiss. Which seems like really not the appropriate time, No, it's not. Um, It never is. Um, But they all go inside the circle, and the priest starts saying some prayers. Mm -hmm. They all stay in the circle, and then when the entity appears, the Grim Reaper shows up. And um, they see that when he tries to cross into the circle, it kind of, like, burns him. So it's working. He can't get in. Mm -hmm. And then we see a little toy dinosaur. Mm -hmm. It's very cute. Yep. And Matt is hallucinating Mm -hmm. and sees his little brother. And his little brother is trying to get him to come out of the circle. We also make the connection here that uh, that Matt's brother is the little demon. Yeah, boy the from little the demon boy from mm-hmm. the bathroom. Um, Matt, because he's an idiot, steps out of the circle. Demon will immediately grab him and drag Infuriating. him. Infuriating! Infuriating! He was so close to surviving. Um. So the entity drags him away, drags him upstairs and outside. Mm-hmm. Um. And Quinn runs after him and sees the demon let him go. Mm-hmm. So it seems like for a second, like, oh, cool. We did Stay it. Stay safe. We did it. Um, but then Matt is just pummeled He is by Regina George and yeah. is hit by a truck, but he dies. So that's unfortunate. Um, and he dies. And Quinn's crying. She's really sad. But in this moment, she also sees that Jordan is bleeding. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how, but she has been punctured in the abdomen. Did you... I think because when the whole demon stuff was happening, things were flying around everywhere. Oh, okay. And I think she just got stabbed by that. Okay. Um, so now they got to go to the hospital. Yeah. And at so... first I was like, I mean, how much... Because, like, he was supposed... His time... She was going to die an hour later, mm-hmm. right? So I guess realistically, if she was stabbed, she wouldn't survive. I'm assuming because she's a nurse. She knows that, like, okay, she's not going to survive an hour if we just sit in this circle. Because they know the circle works. Right. So, like, obviously, I'm assuming that Quinn is, like, this is a bad stab wound. We can't just sit in the circle for an hour. She has to get to the hospital. I'm assuming, yeah. Because I was like, why don't you just go back and sit in the circle? Because it was working. Yeah, but it's not the best move. No. Um... But anyways, while they're in the hospital, another nurse um, approaches Quinn and tells her that uh, Carlisle did the same thing to her Mm -hmm. and says that if she goes after him, that she's with her. Mm -hmm. And Quinn is like, that's great, but I'm about to die. She's like, yeah, this is great. This is a B story plot. I don't have the time for this. (laughs) And then um, we also see on the TV in the hospital that the train that Matt would have been on did crash and he presumably would have died. Um... Then she, Quinn has a light bulb moment, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, oh, she's going to kill him, because mm-hmm. he's not supposed to die for like 50 years or whatever, so she's going to prove the thing wrong, and she's going to kill the doctor. So she goes into like his office or whatever, and of course, this shitty ass Dr. Carlisle, creepy creepo, is also married, because he's on the phone with his wife. Mm-hmm. Um... She goes up and, like, still, like, she goes up to him and, like, flirts with him and stuff and, like, is trying to, like, lure him into that, like, abandoned construction area of the Mm -hmm. hospital. Um, He calls bullshit, but he still goes. Because he's stupid. Yeah. But once she gets him there, she attacks him and tries to kill him Mm -hmm. to break the curse. But he gets saved by the devil. 
or the Grim Reaper, whichever, yeah. who is also pre- preparing to kill Jordan at the same time. Who Jordan's got like a minute left at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so with ten seconds to go, Quinn over she injects and overdoses herself on drugs, which obviously proves the app wrong, mm-hmm. um, and saves Jordan, and the demon just evaporates. Um, so that's great, except that Quinn is dead. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Jordan is crying over Quinn's body, um, and she, like, because she's fallen to the ground, she, like, pushes her body over, and we see this, like, syringe fall out of Quinn's unconscious hand, mm-hmm. and then we see this circle with, like, an X and an arrow pointing to it that says Narcan, mm-hmm. and, or, like, stab here or some shit like that. And I'm like, oh my god, it's Narcan. Mm-hmm. From the before. So Jordan can save her. Mm-hmm. So yay, Quinn comes back to life. Yep. So Quinn is alive, and it just looks like the app just paused. Yep, and a, a while later, I don't know, some amount of time later, we see yeah. Quinn and Jordan and their dad at their mom's grave. Mm-hmm. Happy family back together again. We also find out that a lot of women have spoken out against Carlisle, so that's good, too. So he's in jail. He's mm-hmm. going to be there for a while. We have a happy family. All is well. And then we get a notification. Countdown 2.0 has been installed. That's it. It sets it up really well for a sequel, but I don't know if they're going to make a sequel. No, I think they have already. They have? I don't know. Let me check. Maybe they were, they, like, planned on it. Because they were like, yeah, this is such a good Oh, yeah. Countdown 2 trailer. Hmm. With no, okay, but it says with no official go-ahead for Countdown 2, there's no release de- release yet. But there's a trailer on the internet. Is this real? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's fake. Probably. Well, um, how many... Okay, I'm gonna say we're gonna rate it on a scale of one, two, six apps. Apps? Applications? Yeah. Uh, one to six... A three. Three applications. Three applications. <laughs> I would give it, yeah, I'm going to give it a three and a half apps. Yeah. It's it's just, it's just a, you know, it's a scary movie. Yeah. It's just one of those, like, I mean, so this was released a week before Halloween. Mm. It was just one of those, like, shitty scary movies that always come out around yeah. Halloween. It's, it's a scary movie. Yeah. You know? It's, it's fine. The concept is somewhat original. It's like that one movie that's with Justin Timberlake. Um, have you seen that? It's Justin oh. Timberlake, Timberlake, Olivia Wilde. I think Amanda Seyfried is in it. Or Seyfried. I don't think so. Um, where, like, time is currency. No. And they have their little time things on their arm. No, I haven't seen that. No. It reminds me of that. It remi- if I feel like maybe the director, like, watched that movie and was like, how do I make it scary? Yeah. And then maybe yeah, this movie. Yeah, I feel like that probably happens. But... You know, it, w- it was okay. Yeah. It was just a scary movie. I yeah. don't, I, 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 it was scary. There were, you know, the typical jump scares, and then there were also, like, those, like, body horror moments where, like, the knees are bending backwards yeah, and like the that. feet are crunching and all like kinds that. of stuff. Um, 
and like kind of that moment like kind of like what is it is it the grudge where it's um they're in the shower and then the hands come from the like in the, from the shower and like grab their head yeah i've never i've never seen it oh i've never seen it but i know that i know the scene you're talking about it, and then, like those with the hands grabbing the face and yeah. shit um there were just like the typical scary movie jump scares and stuff like that and then the the story was okay mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i think any movie that any scary movie that comes out a week or two before halloween it's going to do well in the box office yeah you know regardless yeah, of what it is cuz yeah. it's a scary movie and yeah. it's halloween time but this is definitely one of those horror movies that, like, I used to hate when I worked at the theater, because I think I've probably mentioned this a million times. The theater that I worked at, I was a server. We provided service throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to walk in and out during the movie and, like, crouch down and be quiet, whisper and deliver food and drop off tabs and take orders and shit if people had hit their, like, button on their seat. Yeah. And I hated working scary movies because, actually, I really liked working scary movies as, like, being able to, like, scare people. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, the crowd in a scary movie, it's rowdier in the sense that people are, like, talking to each other, they're scared, they're screaming. Yeah. And it's it's not, like, the same crowd of people that are, like, watching Dunkirk, you know, mm-hmm. where they're sitting there and they're really into the movie. Yeah. Like, people... When I go in, they're not as upset. They don't get upset if I'm, like, coming up to them. Like, they want that relief of, like, oh, thank God you're here that I can, like, order my dessert or whatever. (laughs) Um, But I hated the crowds that would come specifically, the crowds of people that came to watch scary movies because it was always shitty teenagers. That's what it always was. Shitty-ass teenagers or young adults that would come in. Just or or even like grown ass adults that just go that are there with like their group of friends to get like drunk and like yeah like those were the movies that I know I'm not gonna get tips in mm-hmm. and that I'm gonna sell a shit ton of alcohol and they're gonna be drunk and loud and they're like I'm just not gonna get tipped yeah. because it's gonna be a bunch of like college students teenagers or drunk adults yeah. And, but there were two different types of scary movies, whereas, like, this type of scary movie, or the scary movie, like, Us, or mm-hmm. You, or The Quiet Place, and stuff like that, where they're, like, more, I would say, like, higher-level scary movies, mm-hmm. where it's not the typical scary movie crowd, and there's, I would still make tips, where this yeah. was the shitty scary movie crowd, where it's just, like, a movie for teenagers to go watch, and drunk like young adults to go get drunk and watch with their friends yeah. to, and get like scared yeah. you know what i mean that's the kind of movie that this yeah. is this yeah, is I, mean, I think in this movie budget. and i know that i'm not gonna get tipped yeah yeah it's just yeah it's a very typical scary yeah movie. it's just yeah a cut dry horror movie and that's it yeah do you have anything else to say no next week it is my pick yeah and then, and are you gonna pick a good one or a bad one? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? It's all up in the air every single week. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we post videos on Wednesdays at sometimes. ten. Sometimes. <laughs> We're just all over the place, honestly. Um. 
yeah, Wednesdays at 10, 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. Who knows? We don't, because we don't know. We don't know. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Speak of the Devil Pod. That's where we post our um, polls and stuff, and announcing new episodes and fun little things. So when we uh, we do a rotating thing where this was Kayla's pick, next week's gonna be my pick, and then we'll do a listener pick, and we'll pick post a poll for you guys to pick. So keep an eye out for that, and follow us on Instagram for that. You can also follow us on Twitter at Speak Devil Pod. Uh, that's it. Cool. Thanks for listening. We're not scared of anything. Are you? Are you?